0: Hello and welcome to this special edition of Transcending Ascension with Spirit Mom. Today we bring ourselves a little mini episode on the fourth dimension and how we can understand its implication into our lives now. Now if you're not familiar with the fourth dimension, it is very briefly, this is our thinking realm, this is the imaginary realm, this is uh, our concepts of heaven and hell, this is our concepts of almost everything, this is the archetypes, this is all the gods, this is every realm that you probably think of is actually fourth dimensional. So what is the fourth dimension to us in our now everyday lives as we head to the quote-unquote fifth dimension the fourth dimension right now is actually more relevant to us. It is part of our crossover phase as we intellectually, mentally now switch to fifth dimension. We don't see that so much in the, in the third dimension, which is our physical bodies. We see that in the mental Way. And this is very important for us to really dig our teeth into because it opens up interdimensional thinking. And interdimensional thinking is where we become superior to how we used to be, it's where we become superior to the third dimensional way of living. It's how we can understand things like nuance and the intricate details of problems and matters. And this can be seen on a global scale. So let's say uh, world peace and ending all wars, or just a personal situation. So having a more functional life that is better suited to your true needs, not your egoic needs, but your soul-led needs. So getting into that multi-dimensional thinking is 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 uh is like an exercise and it's weird to exercise these muscles because there's nothing physical about it so this is where meditation comes in but meditation is will open you up and work that muscle but when you're going around in your day-to-day thinking life it's still going to be something that's almost separate that you will need to develop so let's just go over some key points here multi-dimensional thinking is a sacred geometry construct over our entire environment so if you know sacred geometry you want to see that toy that starts as a little ball and can be pulled out to a bigger ball and and the shape just like moves with it as like the little pieces that hold it together actually expand This is sacred geometry. This is what our entire universe is really made of. And each dimension has their own. But the fourth dimension is now being interlayered over the third dimension. This is what brings us into the beginnings of our fifth dimensional thinking. Eventually, fifth dimensional thinking will surpass this and start pulling that down into the physical that's the ultimate goal but whether and we do see that in our lives on a on definitely a microcosm but we are heading towards this age being that on a macrocosm but right now we're dealing with the microcosm because we are those pioneer humans that are beginning to live our lives in this geometrical construct that holds itself over top of our physical life so, yes, this is going to be quote unquote invisible to our human eye, however, it is something that you can start to sense and feel into so let's continue with our points and hopefully that will start to paint a picture for you because when it comes to fourth dimension, um let's say I was a perfectly good graphic designer. I could design you up some things that would help you start to conceptualize this um, but I've heard it be said that even on a computer when we design the olden day 3D models, they were still just 2D, but they would appear to be 3D. And that's almost like what we're heading, what we see when we see those cartoons of fourth dimensional thinking. It's it's an idea of it, but it's not exact. It is It is the gist, let's put it that way. So let's get back to our points here. So we have a geometrical construct that is over tight, over, over top of our third dimensional living, over top of our entire environment. So that's our body, but it's also everything we're seeing in the room. So stay with me here because this will make complete sense. So the programs we live by are fourth dimensional in existence. You see, The picture with the input and the feedback, the thoughts, and the storylines that will then by be triggered into the fourth dimension. So your perception, so you're looking around your room, you're seeing your bed, okay? You're seeing it's a mess, your kids messed up the bed. You could start to insert Matic Kids program, or this is where we supplement with an affirmation, I am happy, load that program instead. And now we start to go back to, I mentioned, storyline triggers. We will now create feedback loops and input to create storyline triggers for I am happy program because we are always choosing the programs we want to live by in our life. We are always Choosing everything is a choice, so we want to load I am happy as the program, and that is that sacred geometry construct that overlays all of our 3D dimension, yes, and in a magical invisible way, yes, because that's how the fourth dimension is, it is an etheric realm only, and it is said to be the biggest dimension technically in all the dimensions, because it can hold Every single perception, every idea, everything holds as a thought form in the fourth dimension. And remember, the all is mind. So those thought forms are what generate reality. So it's very, very important. Yes, invisible. Yes, changeable. Yes, malleable. Yes, the consequences in the fourth dimension are not as dire because you can play out every reality from heaven to hell. And physically, it doesn't necessarily, especially before, need to have physical consequences. However, as we head towards our fifth dimension, yes, it is now starting to have physical consequences immediately, like it always did, could have physical consequences. But now, as we find ourselves becoming more etheric, becoming more literally like, Incorporeal, you know, like we are almost walking around as ghosts in ourself as well as physical. So we're learning to navigate between the three. That's the holy trinity of ourselves. We are navigating the body the spirit, the mind, and trying to have them all coherently run together. So let's run them on an I am happy program. And that will naturally weed itself out. You don't need to worry about that turning selfish because inherently we are good. So if we leave it just that I am happy and not try to egoically plant on what the happiness is, trust me, the spirit will choose good happiness. So you don't need to worry about bad happiness getting in there for you. You will be fine. I want to take a pausing moment here to let you know it's normal that this won't make sense to you, but it's vital that it does. So you have to stick in. If I'm not the person to learn this from, that's okay. But this is my amalgamation of the teachings of quantum physics mixed with ancient wisdom and our future uh, foretelling, our future prophesizing, our future seeing and envisioning. But the future is always in flux. So there is so many things we have to do to get ourselves ready for what we're heading into. So it's vital that you understand this. So I do recommend that you check out um, the YouTube channel where there's more uh information available for you and there is a year's worth of things to dive into that are more surface beginner level if you are new to this and everything i'm saying is not making sense to you however if you're here and you're ready to keep transgressing uh the self the ego to tear it down, and to build a new, a more soul-filled life, then stay tuned, listen in, and I promise that eventually this will become second nature to you, and interdimensional thinking will be like, wow, I can't believe I wasn't always doing that, because it it is a part of you. It's a muscle that you just need to start flexing and everything will start making more sense to you like things like affirmations like living from that i am happy or whatever your affirmation is like you choose your thing i have just found that one to be the best setter for my paradigm for my perspective programming i want to launch because that is ultimately what we are discussing here today is that everything you choose to think about in this life, because the all is mind is program loading. So you need to always and that program is fourth dimensional. And it's very, very important that you don't lose sight of this. Because this is the problem is we learn that the all is mind, we learn the ancient wisdom teachings, we learn every law of the universe, vibrations, law, polarity, rhythm, all of it, right? But at the end of the day that knowledge does not help us unless we integrate it into our life in a factual sustainable and understandable way so this is my way of bringing it to life in my reality and that's how the fourth dimension works whatever your hero story is that is the truth for you because of the vastness of the fourth dimension Yes, this 3D world is more stuck in that everything is fairly similar, like even your highest to your lowest is barely different compared to the vast differences you can find in the fourth dimension. But physically, you remain here. Even if you're one of those people that astral project or not, it's actually irrelevant Now, ancient teachings have used the ability to astral project as a signifier that you are ready for deeper levels of initiation however that has been taken today as almost like we do with everything right like the concept of flying we turn into a roller coaster right we are really dumbing down the idea of astral projection in what we do now even in um like ayahuasca ceremonies which i'm sure they are very helpful and help wake up society in general But again, they are just like a trick. Ultimately, taking the entire fourth dimension, because ayahuasca, you are going into the fourth dimension, just to be clear. Um, And any psychedelic drug drug is helping you grab into that fourth dimension. That's what they are doing, right? But we are capable of cultivating that without drugs. And that's what we want to work with here. And we can do that in a non-drug way by choosing our programming, by starting to see that sacred geometry panel that like holds over your whole existence. And by see, I mean, see with your mind's eye. And for one, I can actually physically see um, energy. I can physically see the energy coming. Like they say auras, but I don't see colors. I just see like, like a mist, like a tingling, like the olden day tv channel when it was on station like three and it would just be and the granules i see granules in almost like an interdimensional way like it's not it's extra it's new so it's hard to explain like i'm not is my actual vision hasn't changed if that makes sense it's that it's enhanced it's something new but it's actually the eyeballs themselves seeing it in the real world so that's that's cool, and it definitely develops. And so when you're outside and I look up, I can see sacred geometry patterns being etched by little black dots, and they like kind of almost like you would see like a shimmering. Like I'm seeing the matrix. That's what I, I'm. I believe I'm seeing the matrix, and I'm seeing it as it shines down because I see it outside in the sunlight or in the car, but it's a, it has to usually be outside or at least a far enough distance that I could start to see the black dots and their patterns. But inside, it's more just of like a white glowing, but it's, it's, it's shown, right? And it doesn't really matter. It doesn't mean anything. It's just, but it's just something that has happened as an interlaying effect of advancing interdimensional thinking is my point here. And it's nice to have our little third D cues, right? It's nice to have our little third D nods that this is real. I know a lot of people get obsessed with alien encounters and all these different things, talking to their angels, channeling so that it feels more real. But it will be real if you do the work to make it real in your 3D world. And that is different for everybody. And I know we love our Hollywood stories. And if you want a Hollywood story, that's beautiful. I do automatic writing and I Sit in contemplative thought that is almost like a discussion in a channeling factor. I do not step aside to channel, though, because the channel you need to step aside. And I felt the pull, but I refuse to step aside. I'm too scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm, not, I'm too scared. I'm not going to step aside and let something else come in because on that could be demonic. You have no way of knowing because it's coming from the fourth dimension. And usually, right, obviously, that's most of the time. Most of you are just accessing the fourth dimension. There are some people that access higher dimensional beings and good for them. And that could be predestined before they even got here. Um, So they are part of that higher dimensional soul. But that's neither here nor there. But that's where I think a lot of us get stuck into. And then we're starting to worship those channelers and then you get a lot of charlatans that are faking it because they want you to worship them like we have our Bashar and Abraham Hicks and in olden days the girl that were, that was Seth right she was the first real prominent one there was um Casey um he was uh the another really really uh, uh famous one from the past but ultimately like Edgar Casey ultimately you don't need to be doing that and in fact i can't see that being any kind of a goal i can't see that being the point so that we're all what two-headed monsters with a channeled beast with us no but that Is nice to get information through for your own reality, though, is to sit and do some automatic writing to sit and contemplate a thought. That's my way of doing it, pulling it into my 3D world because you are capable of interdimensional thinking. The floodgates will open and uh, the Akashic Records are inside you. This information is yours to access and the reality of living it is yours to have. You have to choose that, though. That is yours to choose so you have to decide when you don't want to choose let's say you want to just sit and say I'm just going to go with the flow I'm just going to let life take me where it will and you think you're going to be positive because you just meditated and you're feeling happy but sitting with no affirmation leaves your mind vulnerable to an automatic program so you might be fine for an hour or two for three hours but let's say you have to do something you don't want to do one too many times at work somebody comes and holds you in too long of a conversation and you let yourself fall if you don't have something to grab on like an affirmation I am happy the I am if you don't know this because I mention it all the time the I am is the most powerful statement you can make when you say I am you better follow that with something amazing I am amazing you do not follow an I am statement with a I want to give you an Example because I will not do that. The earth, just in case you don't know, like your soul does not know about jokes. There's no such thing as a joke to you and your soul, like the mind that prints your reality and the earth that is printing your reality around you as well, because you were in like a group. We are in a group project here between us and the earth and other people. We all make stuff for each other. So nobody takes a joke. Not a single one takes a joke, whether you're saying it out loud or in your head whether you're saying it to, like, I was a big kicker for this. I, I, in my archetypes, I am dramatic. I am the drama queen. I know. Oh, no. It works. It works out nicely. Sometimes I can be funny. I'm very funny. Um, but I used to be very darkly humor, very sat- satiric, very, you know, sarcastic. And that was my thing. And it just slips out every now and then. But Ultimately, I've learned that that program is not good for me because sarcasm and and wit might get you a laugh and a chuckle here or there, but it will ultimately get you a darker life. Like if you if you notice, like the Gnostics, like I, I study Gnosticism and I consider myself a Gnostic to a point. I, I do, I do. But they have a darkness, and they always like you notice that they all they're dark and they come from things like addiction. A lot of them do. I don't, but I feel like I could have. I woke up so young that I was saved but I feel like I definitely could have ended up um an addict if I because I think a lot of us have that addict archetype so I know I have the addict archetype but anyways you see that Gnosticism and you see because they their are um legends that they hold to they have the Sophia and Christ But it's very dark. And the the Demiurge and all the dark tunnels that that can go in and how we're a slave race and darkness, 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 right? That does no one any good. Now, I find learning them very illuminating. And I find it actually expands my consciousness to learn the Gnostic stories because they have many, 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 They, they... They study the old um, Gospels that were in the Bible, so that I'm pro of, like that were not, that they kept out of the Bible, that should have been in the Bible. Some say are written by Jesus himself, and a lot are written by his other apostles, like the ones you don't hear about. There's 12 of them, and they're not all in the Bible. Why? Because they said things that they didn't want you to know about, like reincarnation and, and all the things I teach are in the sections of the Bible that they cut out. So this is why your New Testament actually is helpful information, but it's still missing pieces because they did not include it all. So that right there is something that you would want to learn about, but you would not want to get stuck down the the Gnostic dark path of, they're just very doom and gloom as a whole because their stories always end that way. But think about when they were written. Once upon a time, like it was a much harder life, but we are now in a place where we can afford to go I am happy because realistically I am happy and and I'm not going to be eaten by a tiger today. I'm not going to freeze to death. The biggest concern I have, I don't even want to say it, but it's obviously the car. Driving in your car is really the one realistic thing that we have to worry about. But honestly, if you keep your energies correct... The ultimate thing would be the soul would protect the car, right? So we do have a lot of things to not worry about. So saying I am happy is actually going to work for you now. We don't have the excuses that they had back then for not awakening. We are here now and we can say I am happy and insert that program. And sitting with no affirmation is dangerous because your mind will go down a dark path, you could inadvertently cause a domino of effective programs to load that are dark and dark and dark. I remember what I said about storyline triggering. You could then now insert a storyline that could run your life for the next five years because you were what too lazy to say your affirmations ultimately that's it And i know that sounds insulting and we always like to pretend we're more intelligent oh but i'm just blah 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 you know what say this because this is the best thing to trigger the ego and to doing it because you got to fight against your ego just say i guess you're too lazy ego you know you don't say i am i am very hard working i am but the ego you can go ahead and shoot it a little insult but be careful of course and then this is something to keep in mind of. Now chakras, which I'm gonna assume you know about, right? We have the main seven, but we have tons. So this is each and every chakra, though the portals would be bigger for your main seven. But each chakra, every single one, is loading a program of its own from because remember the fourth dimension is enormous. But it's and and let's just assume, although it could be vaster than this, but this is my take on it. This is what comes through for my life because that's Yay me! But the lowest of the lowest hell, right? And the highest of the high is heaven. Like this is how I think we all perceptually conceive of it. I think this is the ultimate sort of truth of it. But because the fourth dimension goes all over the place into so many different realms, you're going to have so many different things in the middle too, like fairy realms and all that stuff, gnomes, all that stuff's fourth dimensional for the most part for for our What's on our earth anyways, like maybe there's other planets with third dimensional fairies, but not here. So, and and same with unicorns and all that stuff. So you have chakras that bring through, and I've heard of people like connecting with your dragon, that would be fourth dimensional. And each chakra is pulling through different parts. So you are always streaming in fourth dimensional existence that's being printed out on your life. So having your chakras balanced helps you print out a better life. The degrees vary within each color ray based off your own personal frequency. So they will all each red ray, you know, yellow ray, orange ray and all the little colors in between. I bet you every meridian has its own color. They are all going to individually be choosing different aspects based off your frequency, but then based off the frequency of that color, because each color is it's like own etheric realm in the fourth dimension on top of it the fourth dimension is incredibly vast so you really get that like that whole make your own adventure thing that will be printed out into our sim like more rooted down third dimension but trust me you can choose this and make your own very magical life off this you could take mundane things you have to do in your life like grocery shopping and taking care of your kids and make it a magical dragon slaying adventure when you really sink your teeth into this, like you can turn everything into magic. And yes, it's kind of pretend, quote unquote, but pretend is real, because the all is mind. And that is what's going to print your reality. So if you want, which I do, a magical existence, this is what we have to do. And then maybe in a 100 years or so or less, I would like less, we will start to actually physically see more magical elements. But this isn't to trick that into existence. This is just the best way to exist realistically utilizing what is now becoming available to us but then also setting the trajectory towards a very magical happy future to a heaven realm ultimately right heaven on earth that's what jesus is trying to tell us the whole time is heaven was technically on earth we just weren't seeing it yet because they were in a full hell realm i mean now we're in some kind of limbo in between i think you can kind of feel that we kind of feel in purgatory ish and then the shaking and the and the and the earthquakes and we think hell's about to rip open and maybe it is for some. I personally don't think so. I think the ripping open might be a little scary, but as long as you stay positive, that something positive, it's like it's it's I don't know if it's like the Schrodinger's cat, but people always use that analogy, and I don't think that works because the cat's dead, even though it's not dead right now. It's gonna be dead when you open the box, but. This is like imagining that you choose what state the cat is when you open the box. You choose what state the cat is in. You have to hold faith. This is faith and belief. You have to hold, hold faith and belief that when that golden box opens, it is golden. It's not fire and brimstones. It is golden. White mist, beaded gold, unicorns and rainbows popping out. Maybe some dragons, but there we, I don't know. Maybe they might eat some of us, but but that'll be like a more fun problem to have. You know what I mean? I feel like the third dimension, because of how physical matter has to be made, it actually does take like a lower frequency, like a lower input to make physical matter. So as long as we are physical, there will actually be some darkness at play in our lives. Like scientifically, I don't know how that will come about any other way. This is why when we're full fifth dimension, We are said to be less physical, like we're still somewhat physical, but we can poof in and out like transporting and things like that. We can do that more easily because we will be less physical. So maybe things will be less dark. But remember, if you don't know this teaching yet, I'm teaching it for the first time, but do remember it going forward. The fifth dimension, you can be a dark being up until the fifth dimension. And then I can't remember if it's in the sixth dimension or or before the sixth dimension, you have to choose and that's it. And that's it. And then you don't go any further. I'm pretty sure I'm 99% sure 5D is as top as you can go if you're dark. And it's a separate dark being. It's a like a separate dark world. You are in your own 5D because choice is so prevalent in 5D. Like that's why I keep reiterating choice because that's what we need to really get on board with. Like 3D, you kind of more are sheeple that are like, I don't know what I do because you kind of have to go with the flow. It's part of the process though. But 5D is your own making. So you wouldn't even be in the 5D if you were bad. You wouldn't be in like bad 5D would be in bad. And I'm imagining it's very small because it would be very, very dense. It'd be a very dense 5D. So I don't think it's as big as a world where the world of good that we're going to in 5D is much bigger. Earth expands. She can expand. She has that power with the black hole inside her that is what's heating up your lava. That's the energy that comes in in our toroidal field around our Earth is getting sucked in using that black hole that is going to pull in matter and mass and energy. Also, is pulling in energy and it is itself printing out the mass. It's, that's what black holes can do. It's one of the things they can do is print out physical matter, right? Physical matter printers. So the Earth itself can can expand also it can change it to be less dense so it can become less dense which will just flow with us and everything on it this is when we'll start to have more magical beings like imagine those chinese dragons and the way they flow around right that seems very fifth dimensional we'll get more cartoon like in a weird way we might might not might look like it i don't know but just the way that we could fall from a really high cliff but survive like we'll bounce off and just be like ouch you know and i'm sure we might be able to die but we'll live way longer and uh, and and it's not necessarily like us, us, but maybe our next life, you know. And that's why we got to do as much work as possible in this life because it is coming very soon. I mean, if you're just being born, I doubt you're listening to me. But 2020, all the kids born in, and I have a personal child that is born in 2020, um, and two that weren't. And there is a shining difference with the, I mean, shining difference between the one born in 2020, and not to mention the other two are sparkle beings too because everybody born. And 2000 on is already a good being. 99 shut down and locked down the gate. So so darkness couldn't be born anymore. But then they leveled up and, and then in 2020 on, you didn't just have to be good. You had to be skilled. They, I don't know, apparently sat them down and you literally had to prove yourself before you were allowed being born in 2020. So I'm assuming it would be the same though going forward. So if you die now, you realize you're not allowed back in. This is a fact. You are not allowed back in unless you are top-notch. Now, I hope I already am top-notch. I'm part of the 1987 Convergence or Cosmic Convergence, and I, know, I just obviously know it. Come on. Hello. I wouldn't be doing this otherwise. That'd be a waste of my time. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure a lot of you are as well. You would not still be here listening to me because this stuff tortures people that are not Awakening You try to tell not awakeners any of this stuff and they just stick their fingers in their ear and go la 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 or they turn viciously angry because they just do not like it. It upsets their every single being. They don't want to hear it. So I will start to round this up for you yourself so that you can get on with your day. Um, But we need to just bring this home. The fact of choice and that it is ultimately your choice on where your perspective will be. And your perspective is the program you are choosing to load. Now, I'm going to keep talking about this going forward. This is just the introduction to the idea that is now up leveling my, obviously, initial theory of the all is mind. But just reiterating that is not enough anymore because I just know from a personal standpoint, knowing the all is mind is like, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. But you're not living it. You're coming back to it every time you consciously think of it, but 95% of ourselves is subconscious, and you cannot, or I cannot try, I I mean, I don't want to say bad things about myself, but let's just say we are humans, and it is in our DNA to be naughty, like, and then the simple things of naughtiness, like, just... Just swearing or talking poo about people or judging. All these things are very, very bad for us. We cannot allow ourselves to do this stuff anymore. We have to hold ourselves to a higher degree. We are capable of it and we deserve it. Like we owe this to ourselves and stop being like, quote unquote, lazy and just say, I am happy. I am happy. The stranger known as the ego is a shadow programming and it wants you to be lost in thought. Being lost in thought is being lost in the fourth dimension, and it takes over, and it is your automated responses. It is so many things. What the ego definitely is will probably always remain a mystery, but one thing that comes to us as truth from all kinds of different ancient teachings and current ones is that the ego is not real. It is some kind of rogue programming trying to hold the soul away from its mission, and maybe the this, soul this put the program in here itself to make it more fun. Who knows? You know, like hard, you know, making the video game hard. It doesn't matter why. It just matters that you know it is not your friend. Though so sometimes you need to work with it. It's like a difficult coworker navigate out of any of its difficulties using affirmations and where I'm not talking blanket affirmations I'm not talking yeah 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 I did it five minutes looked myself in the eyes, said I am love no 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 I mean constantly every single time you notice your mind starting to wander, you notice yourself starting to feel negative, you notice anything that is not your desired storyline trigger, like your desired perceptions, your desired life, your desired existence. That is your choice. You insert the programming. So please, and you have to constantly insert the programming, constantly, until you are rewritten as a higher being. But because of the brainwashing that comes down from literally on high, the cell phone towers are streaming stuff at you believe me or not, it doesn't matter. Something is inside your brain, constantly turning it negative. Now, whatever you wanna blame that on, whatever you wanna think that is, it doesn't matter. I blame myself ultimately because I am choosing To activate that programming, it is always a choice. Yes, the thought can show up in my head, but I choose which program to run. There's always shadowy whispers in the background, lost in thought, the fourth dimension, always running little visions and and thoughts and memories, and all these things come as husks and wisps in our brain. But we choose. Yeah, I can't believe she did that. Oh, I can't believe I have to clean that up. Oh, I can't believe I have to go to work today. Oh, you know. It can just blah, 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 blah. And it, and it can be one innocent thought. You could have been, I am happy five seconds earlier, having a great day. But the second you let a feeling, an emotion, a passing thought take root by giving it any kind of I am power, or any kind of conscious projection, like you chose to put that negative feeling on a person, on a thing, you chose to take that internal thought and put it outside of you onto something, anybody, anything, even yourself. You chose to let that out. Now it's not your fault. Now you've done it. And what do you do to pick up the pieces? I am happy. All you can do is just reinsert a good program. Catch yourself as soon as possible and insert the I am happy. I am love. I am power. Whatever you want. Whatever's your thing. Mine is I am happy. But whatever yours is, that is a positive programming choice. I mean, if you want to be a malevolent dictator and that's the I am you want to throw in there, I mean, I'm not going to be pleased you're doing that. But that is your programming. You can choose whatever programming you want. It's your choice. But the, this is, this is getting rid of that you recall, I mentioned this almost every episode, we have the victim uh, archetype inside of us. The archetypes are fourth dimensional constructs. They are programs that are loaded inside of us. Some are temporary. Some are not. The victim is not temporary. Maybe that's part of our jumping into the fifth dimension is it will go away. I'm hoping that sounds like That sounds like something that would be great. That sounds like something that would make complete sense for heaven on earth is that we would lose the victim programming and the prostitute. And then we have the child as well. But then there's degrees inside the child. And again, there's that fourth one. I just never remember. But I'm sure it is also important. Oh, is it the saboteur? Oh, my God. I think it just it's a saboteur. Oh, that's awful. The saboteur. Oh, yes. That goes hand in hand with the victim, though we all have the saboteur inside us as well so that's literally trying to ruin your life every chance you get so that is that literally i do talk about it so so i subconsciously know it's a saboteur anyway so it doesn't matter because it is always biting at our heels trying to sabotage us so think about it if you needed more proof that we were printed into a hell realm it would be our, our 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 forced upon archetypes And that doesn't mean though that we get to fall into the victim and be like, oh no, I'm stuck with the saboteur. Oh no. No, you just have to choose programming that will help you transcend this programming better. And that is, I am happy. I am successful. I can do this. But remember, I am is a power statement that you want to throw upon your given choice your given path. Okay, so I'll stop repeating myself, because you could just really not hear this enough, though, I'm telling you, you can not hear this information enough. So thank you for joining me today on Transcending Ascension with Spirit Mom. Together, we can transcend these difficult to comprehend and digest subjects, but not impossible. You can do this, It just takes personal responsibility and acknowledging that you are indeed intelligent enough to get this job done. You can take care of implementing and inserting this programming into your head. So I will talk to you next time on Transcending Ascension with Spirit Mom. If you would like to access more information by me, you can visit my website at www.spiritmomcoaching.com. I'm available for one-on-one coaching, but there is lots of free resources available on the website as well. So I hope to talk to you soon, as in you listening to me here. But like I said, if you would like to reach out to me personally, the information is available on the website. So remember, I am happy and have a great day.